Hello, hello. Welcome back, party people. You are listening to the Personal Stylist Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am your host. It is an honor and a privilege and so much fun to be popping in to your earphones, to your AirPods, to your eardrums, however you're listening to this today. We are in the middle of our March Money Madness series, and we are breaking down four specific topics all around the topic of money because this is so important. You know this, right? You run a business. You understand about money, right? At the very least, you know that you need money. Last week in our episode, we just talked about what is money. We talked about business money versus salary money. And we talked about three things that typically happen when stylists are not making money. (laughs) Or to put it in other words, we talked about what tends to happen and why you are not making money and the beliefs that you're holding around that and how that has got to change, right? Because you don't, this is not a hobby. This is not a side hustle. It may be right now, but if you don't want it to continue in that vein, then you have to start thinking and treating money differently. Today, we are going to talk about the mindset around money. If you're here and you're listening, especially if you listened to last week's episode, then you are on board, right? You are here. You're saying, yes, I get it. I need to become this money person. I need to look at and treat money differently. I need to raise my charges, my prices. Yes, I want to create a signature service. Yes, I want to charge at least $1,000 for that. And then, bam, your brain gets hit and says, yo, who are you to do that? Who the hell is going to pay you $1,000? for a signature service. Who do you think you are? You're going to have a barrage of thoughts, beliefs, doubts that are going to come up. And the thing I want to get across here as well is that I am not out here to eliminate your money beliefs. Because what I believe is that money beliefs actually evolve. They don't go away. They get less, they change, and they can come up differently when you are facing a different situation. Okay. So what has to happen is you have to develop almost like a relationship with your money beliefs. And in order to do that, we have to understand what these beliefs are and where they come from. And we have to have tools to develop and nurture this relationship because we're not trying to eliminate money beliefs, right? We are actually trying to instill really positive, supportive money beliefs that are going to serve us. The thing is, 
with a lot of our negative beliefs about money, those are often not even our own beliefs. Most of our negative money beliefs are our parents. There are teachers, there are friends, there are religious leaders, there are mentors beliefs about money. They are not ours. So you have to be able to look at and say, oh, okay, that's a belief about money. Does this belief serve me or not? Where did this belief come from? How did it serve me then? How is it not serving me now? How do I make it serve me in the future? So the first kind of natural question, right, is to say, okay, how do I <laughs> know how to identify like a belief or how do I, what's the like trigger to say, oh, there's a negative belief. Oh, there's a belief that's not serving me. Oh, there's a belief that is not helping me, right? The way that I like to <laughs> identify a belief is anytime I'm doing something new or I'm faced with a new situation or I'm doing something that I haven't done before, nine times out of 10, some type of belief is going to come to the surface. And those beliefs are going to be things that are scarce. They're gonna be things that are negative. They're gonna be things where um, they put self-doubt into my brain. And where this is going to show up for a lot of stylists for you listening to this podcast is when you want to create your high dollar signature service or when you're about to roll in the enroll in the program or you think about how much the program costs you are going to get hit with belief after belief after belief of why you shouldn't do that why it's not for you who's gonna pay you this how can you do this who do you think you are money is bad, you're going to become a bad person. And you have to start paying attention. So that is the very first step is to pay attention and maybe even write down the thoughts that go through your mind. And when you can look at and write down and see the thoughts that are going through your mind, what that starts to do is show you patterns. It shows you what's reoccurring. And if there is something that's reoccurring in your thought pattern, that is what you need to look at closer. You might be able to go back and say, hmm, where did this thought come from? Did something happen in my childhood or my teenage years or college years that would have me believing this belief? Did my parents teach me this belief or a teacher say this belief. And the thing about these beliefs is that it doesn't always have to be someone saying something to you or telling you how something it should be. It can be someone saying something in passing. It can be you just observing things that happened and drawing deductions from that observation. So step number one is to recognize and write down what thoughts are coming across and identifying any patterns so that you can ask the question, where did this come from? 
this gets real hard for people real quick when they think about charging $1,000 or more for their signature service. That is my bench line for where I want stylists to start in my program. And I recently ran some stats and some numbers and the average beta price that people charge is $1,700, which is really, really cool, right? That means this is the average price that people are charging when they get clients while they're in the program that they are getting paid money for. And the average price that people started at before they started working with me on this inside the program was $500, $500 to $1,700. And there's a range in there, right? Because people are comfortable with different ranges of money. They have different clientele. This is part of the data that we look at. They have different services, also part of the data, also part of the value. And they have different things that they're doing in them. So creating and selling at a particular price point is not a one size fits all and going through and digging through your mindset is not a one size fits all process either. And once you nail something and get it right. And you, let's say you identify a belief, you identify a pattern. And if that belief becomes less for you, it's not necessarily going to go away. It's going to show up in a different way in a different setting because it's always evolving and you have to have the tools, which is what I am helping you frame up and shape up here now to be able to evolve with that. So being able to recognize the patterns and what's going on in your head is so, so important. The second thing you have to do is be willing to be open to something different. That's it. You don't have to do something different. You don't have to be open to it. You just have to be willing to be open to another way. Because what our brains are doing when they bring up these past experiences and they throw these beliefs out is somehow, some way, those beliefs got ingrained in our brain as the safest, best way to deal with a situation. And that could be logical. <laughs> it could be illogical for you as it stands right now. And oftentimes what we find is that it is illogical for us to continue to operate on a belief that is 20, 25, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old that we've never questioned. So the second step when you are willing to be open to ask questions then the third step, you can be willing to explore what the opposite thing might look like. So if there is a belief coming up that says, I can't charge $1,000 for my service, or the belief says $1,000 is too expensive, you can start asking yourself a question of, well, who says it's too expensive? What proof do I have that $1,000 is too expensive? What is my time worth? What is my expertise, my background, my skills, my certifications, my education? What is that worth? Is that worth $300? It's probably worth a lot more. The last step that you have to do once you come to some of these beliefs is being willing to put in the work when it comes up again and again. 
This is not a eliminate your money mindset beliefs <laughs> forever and ever situation. And that's not what I believe. And that's not what I teach. And that's not what I've experienced in my own life. A lot of times people will talk about their money journey or their money beliefs. And if we want to talk about that, I've been on a money journey for the past 37 years, right? But I became willing to be open in like 2016. That's when I really started to recognize some patterns and recognize some things. And I became willing to explore. And now it's five, wait, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. Six years later, I am still exploring. And I understand that beliefs I had when facing a certain situation, I can identify the patterns. I can redirect them. I can prove to myself that I have evidence to no longer believe that in that situation. I can lessen that belief, but that belief might pop up again when I'm in a totally different situation and that might surprise me. And so if I'm not willing to put in the work again and again and again, then I'm going to just default and not really make any changes. I'm not going to be able to bust through to the next level that I know I'm capable of and I know I'm able to achieve. And there are very specific tools that you can use. If you are listening to this podcast, hopefully by now, you know, you're going to get a little dose of the woo. If you are in my programs, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about this and there are so many books you can read on mindset and money beliefs. You can go to therapy. You can do somatic work. You can do hypnotherapy, EMDR. Um, I highly recommend that if you are doing any of these modalities, you consult someone who knows what they're doing, who is a professional but I highly recommend that you investigate those tools because when it comes to selling a high dollar signature service, if you've never done that before and you don't have any of the data values or confidence that we create when we go through the program, it's going to be really hard for you to market it. It's going to be really hard for you to sell it. And maybe you are selling it, but it might be really hard for you to grow, to scale, to be confident, you might always be second guessing yourself and you still might be undercharging. Understanding and working on and developing a money mindset is about embracing the positive money beliefs that are going to serve you. And that can look like a lot of different things. So your homework, if you will, from this episode is going to be and look at one, are there any repeated patterns, thoughts that are coming up and showing up, especially around money and business and a signature service? What are those? Where are they coming from? And are they still true to you today, right now, where you are? If the answer is no, that those are not true, then the second piece is to ask yourself, what is true? What belief can you replace that old belief with that is going to serve you better in the given moment? The third thing is to really look at, are you willing to be open and to explore and to put in the work when these things come up again and again? Because I can promise you that they will. And finally, the last thing that I want you to do is take a look at and see what are you maybe missing 
are there tools or things that you've wanted to explore or different modalities that will be helpful to your mindset that you just haven't done? If this is completely new to you, then you're like just on the tip of a really cool iceberg (laughs) that you get to spend time exploring and finding different things that work for you. And if you're really into this, you've been doing this for a while, I would challenge you to think of, is there a new modality that you can use to help expand your mindset that you also haven't done yet? I can guarantee you there's something out there or a book or a resource or an author that is going to help you take this journey deeper because it is a lifelong journey And you will have these issues come up, just like we talked about last week, that if you are waiting for money to solve all of your business problems, if you have patterns when you're dealing with your money now, you're going to have those same patterns unless you fix them at no matter what level of income you have. If you have certain mindset beliefs and negative patterns around money now, at whatever income level you are, you're going to have those exact same things come up at different income levels, no matter how much money you make. Making a million dollars is not going to change those patterns automatically. And I'm not going to say you're never going to experience them again, but they are going to come up in different ways at the different levels that you're at. So having these tools in place are going to let you expand on a deeper level, and they're going to prepare you to be ready to meet situations that come up so that you can continue this growth. You can continue to improve your mindset. You can continue to do the work on replacing negative patterns with positive patterns so that you can accept all of the money that is meant for you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you are loving the March money madness series. Next week is going to be a juicy one. We are talking about mishaps. What to do if you have ever spent money or invested money and didn't quite get the return that you wanted. So tune in, catch up on the back episodes and stay tuned for more on your favorite podcast, the personal stylist podcast. I'm Sydney. I'm your host and I will see you right here next week on Spotify or iTunes. Bye.